are there a bunch of questions, Mike? Uh, I'm checking right now. I don't think uh, I didn't. I don't know the last time I posted something. So we'll you see. did like the other day. There was some questions. Oh, in, did I? Yeah, there was some questions in the in the not our finest hour. Uh, okay, time. I'll take a look. Archive. Did you enjoy fruit and veggies from the Horn of Plenty for Thanksgiving? Uh, yeah, a lot of corn. A lot of corn. I ate quite a bit of corn. Yeah, love a good corn. How about you, Mike? Did you enjoy from the Horn of the Horn of Plenty? There was no Horn of Plenty on our table. No. No, but we did have turkey. But there was no vegetables. Well, there was no Horn of Plenty. There was definitely vegetables. But there was no Horn of Plenty. No. Could, could you have AI'd a Horn of Plenty? <laughs> uh okay i am seeing no questions on the last one no there were some in there uh oops and then i can check voicemails too so what here there's two here from the last 30 days Oh, there's a whole bunch in here. Is there? Yeah. I don't um, know where you're Chad's looking. done from his ribs. I'm just scrolling back in notifications. Okay. What is the breaking point? Oh, is Chad back? Chad, are you ready? We're on to some questions here. Are you Not ready, Chad? Me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are you ready? Are you ready, Mike? I'm ready. Okay. Omar Sheriff, 22 responded to your question sticker with what is the breaking point when you decide to walk from a job when the client brings up the C word court? Why is the client bringing up the C word? I don't know. It, not necessarily the their contractor's fault. could be yeah. the homeowner's fault. I, I can honestly say in my life, I've never walked from a half finished job. I usually just, I've had some bad clients and some bad experiences, but I've never been to court over a project. And I've always just gone to the, what do I need to do for us, for me to leave here and for you to never call me again. And I'll just do those things. And then I never want to hear from you again. Never call me, never talk to me. And we'll just part on you wanted it done this way. I did it. And that's the end of the story. That's how I've always left it. How about you guys? I've never been to, or never went to court. So you're you use the mic, you use the yeah. chat the Chad version of what do I have to do to make you happy yeah. so I can leave here? Whatever, we'll do it your way. That's fine. I'm just not coming back. Yeah, Mike. I've never gone to court over a project either. Uh, I'm. I don't think I've gotten to the point where I've had to tell him that I don't want to ever come back. What do I need to do? But uh, maybe up until that point where, um. I don't know. I've never had to discuss not having to see them ever again. I guess. So I have three, I guess in theory, I have three projects right now that are in some kind of lawyer phase. They're for a different reason. And it wasn't necessarily those clients, but even in all three of those cases, I finished jobs and I even went back and did the deficiencies because I felt like when it went to court. Yeah. Yeah. I would be able now they're a different scenario. I don't know if this is a residential or commercial scenario, but in my scenario, they were commercial jobs. And I went and did the deficiencies and I did 
everything that I was supposed to so that if it went to court, I could say, Hey, I'm at my end here. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's residential, I usually just say, what the fuck do I need to do for you to never call me again? Yeah. Question number two. Put your two. pride aside oh. to get paid. Put your pride aside. So will you actually tell that to the client, both of you guys? I have. Lots that of you'll times. never not want to see them again? Oh, yeah, I have. Yeah. Not, lots of, not, not lots of times, but I've absolutely said never call me again. I ghost them after that. Get the job done the way they want it. That's, uh, that anything sounds like anything after do. that, and I will not respond. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, I just tell them to go fuck yourself after we're done. I've said that this is the last change that we'll do on this project for them. Yeah. I did this job for this lady and she was a giant. See you next Tuesday. And um, she's like, was, after the job was done, <laughs> she asked for a, a breakdown of the price and stuff like this. Uh, and I didn't respond. And then she sent the check and I never cashed the check. I just like, I'm going to rip up this check so that this lady never has a reason to call me again. Because I didn't take the money and the work is done. And I can. Why did, she, why did she want to break down afterwards? I don't know. Because the neighbor had a landscape job done and they said the Riverstone only should have been $150 instead of $650 or something like that. So. It's uh I'm just happy to be finished with it and a clean conscience and you never have to go back there. Uh question Question number two. Thomas Thomasic Lawn Care 14. Fuck, you wouldn't think there'd be 13 other Thomasic Lawn Cares, but I guess there is. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's some kind of a fucking uh, franchise. Yeah. I don't know. 14 of them seems like a lot. <laughs> it does. Like, don't, I, I just, uh, if you were, oh, if you guys were stranded on an island together, who would get eaten first? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> oh, I. I feel like I would. Get eaten first? <laughs> yeah. I'm Is old. There's so... no other source of food on this island? No. Because I know your diet, PK. I don't know if you taste very good. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty confident I would get eaten first because I'm old and slow. <laughs> your diet. I feel like you'd set up some landscape booby traps, though, or something, and would you know that you'd be the one to get eaten and you'd set up traps? Yeah. Oh, you're saying from experience, I would take you two out before you take out me. Ooh. Potentially. You've seen more stuff than we've all seen. How soon would this happen? As soon as we, <laughs> the, the moment we crash land somewhere? Or does this I, take a little bit of time? I'd like to hope that there would be some sort of peace for at least a couple hours. Yeah. Like at least we would check out the island together and say, man. Let's hope there's some berries somewhere on this island. We wouldn't all just land on the island and be like, this, is, ho- this is hopeless. Let's kill each other. There's no choice. We literally just watched ashore. Slaughter. We, I, 
I feel like I would get eaten first. I don't know about you guys. This must happen during our our plane ride to HNA this week. I think that this Chad would get eaten last because Chad's the hunter. I've well established I have no use for hunting in this life. Not in your area. Well, I'm, I'm sure there's. Why you think hunter. I want to go hunt in your? Area? I don't want to hunt anywhere. People go all over the world to hunt. I don't want to do it anywhere. Yeah. I'm not a. I don't want to go into the jungle or the forest or the desert or the sea, and look for things to kill and then drag the dead things back with me to wherever the camp is. Like I'm. Props to you, man. I don't have a problem with it. It's just not how I want to spend my vacation. Like, I'm not, I don't have a problem with it. I understand that the people are killing cows, so there's meat in the supermarket. I'm not delusional. I understand that death must occur for me to eat. I'm just saying, I, I don't think I have a problem killing something either. I don't think that's an issue. I feel like my problem is the amount of time and effort it spends to go into yeah. the forest and find shit. And I'm so fucking fat and lazy. I don't want to do that on my spare time. Yeah, I can understand that. There's a lot of time sitting there doing nothing, too. And then you miss. And, and then you can't even talk, and... right? It's not like fishing where you can go out. No, it's not like fishing. Yeah. If you're hunting turkey, you can call the turkey. That's it. You can't really talk to your buddies. Yeah, that chance. doesn't seem like fun to me either. Oh, but wait, when, you, when the animal comes out is whenever everything changes. Right. Is there ever that's... times that there's no animal that comes out? Yeah, 99% of the time. <laughs> if you're deer hunting, 99% of the time you see nothing. Turkey, I've, I got a 50-50 there, but deer is... When's the turkey season? Spring. May? Oh. I think. So this is the part. So you go out, you slaughter a turkey. Perfect. Slaughter. Yeah. Well, whatever. Shoot it. I don't know. How do you yeah. kill a turkey? Arrow? Gun? Shoot it in the shotgun. You aim for the head. Okay, so you, you shotgun a turkey in the head. Yeah. Now you got to pluck all the feathers off this bitch. No, you don't. It's not like a... So what do you do? Leave the Just eat the turkey with the feathers on it? No, you cut open from the sternum and you breast it. Some people eat the turkey legs, but they're fucking tough, man. Like they spend their whole life walking and running. So like a lot of times you're only breasting the thing. And you get two big chunks of breast meat out of the thing. Okay. So, yeah, it's a it's a fairly quick dressing. Like if you're only breasting it, it's a fifteen minute max. Hmm. Goose hunt the same thing. Like uh you're just breasting the geese and yeah, that's uh what if you want the liver for a nice pate? Oh, you could. I'm. There are tons of people who take all this stuff, right? Um, you absolutely could, but dressing a whole turkey, I don't think, takes more than maybe half an hour. Still seems like too much. You know how much dressing goes on when I'm in the store? I don't even go to the store. Someone else goes. I don't do anything. <laughs> None of that stuff has to happen for me. Uh, so I think that's why Chad would survive because he's willing to do the dressing on me. I think I have more good meat on me than just the breasts. My legs don't do much walking, so they're not that tough. Don't go for the ass meat because that's from sitting on the truck seat or the operator's seat. I, like, you don't want that. That's the tough shit. You don't want to eat them. 
PK, what kind of suspension do I have on my truck? It's an airbag truck, but it's also springy as shit. Is there you don't air over spring? Is it like what's? It's not a block suspension because it's way too soft of a ride. Yeah, but do the bag? Can you do you dump the bags when you dump it? On one of the trucks, yes. The other one, I don't know. I've only ever dumped it once. So maybe it has rubber block. But it's way too soft of a ride. Like, I know there's airbags. There's airbag suspension, but it's still springy. Like, you're driving down the road with a full load, and your foot is bouncing up and down on the gas. It's so springy. Oh, yeah. That's part of the truck driving experience. And my worker's looking at me. He's like, this is ridiculous. He's like, can't you keep your foot still on the gas? I'm like, I can't help it. Do you have air in the seat? Do you have air in the seat? Yeah. That's your problem. That's a problem. You gotta dump all the air in the seat. Yeah. Well, that'll be too low to the ground. I don't know anyone that drives with air in the seat. Oh, I drive. My forehead is touching the roof just about. Oh, I don't. None of I gotta be up high. None of our drivers. Ah, Cody puts air in her seat. But Christy has no air. Christy, you can't even see her head. She's got no I don't know how you guys seat. do that. Darian, I know. I got the seat very I, I sat in Darian's seat. Nas, Darian's like Tony. You can't see a single thing. <laughs> there should be a law, I think. If the MTO climbs up in your truck and they can't see anything, that's a ticket. Like, <laughs> I don't know how you guys do it. I don't, I don't, I hate having air in the seat. Oh, I, I love fucking it. hate oh, it. Put me as high as it can go. It drives me nuts. Really? I can't stand it. Yeah. I've tried it because just like, I was like, oh, maybe this would, maybe my body would be less sore or maybe it would, but I just, I feel like super weird and awkward and I feel like you can't break properly. And hmm. I just That's fucking hate it. I, feel. I fucking hate it. Huh. If I'm, if I'm backing, so the truck that I drive regularly is like a 2006, which is right when they brought out a lot of the emission shit. So it has this like stupidly huge muffler on the on the passenger side, and you can't see around it when you're driving normally. So if I'm backing in somewhere and I need to see that side of the truck, then I have to put air in the seat so I can see in the mirror. Uh-huh. But if I'm just driving down the road and I don't need to see that side of the truck, I don't worry about it. <laughs> I have a convex mirror. I can see enough. Mm. Uh, you ready for the next question? Yeah. Kyle dot Ainsley Ainsley, and that's this is the original, not like fourteen. F five fifty versus ten ton single axle for landscaping. Boom. Ten ton single axle. Oh, like a loaded. Talking like heavy, a heavy spec. I guess maybe a Hino or a, some kind of Peterbilt or something. Uh, maybe your 750. Yeah, that would be like a 10 ton. Um, what are you so, trying to do? Are you? Well, just for landscaping. You have both kinds. You're an expert I, at this. You yeah, have both kinds of trucks. They do vastly different things, though. So you but if you could only have one, what would you have? That's more the question here. I'd go. F sixty F six fifty Pro Loader probably so that's the big body style on regular five fifty size tires a uh, little more weight 
it and you can dump into it with the mini skid steer. That's the biggest thing for having 550s is the mini skid steer can dump into them. Yeah. The uh, mini skid steer has a harder time dumping into the 750. It'll still do it, but you can't fill the truck the way you would 510. Um, that seems reasonable. But that being said, I would like to add another heavy single axle truck. I think they're cool. Nice to have. You can float an 810 around with them if you need to. Like That's, an F550? No, like a 750. 750? Heavy single axle, yeah. I don't. So I've been around lots of like f550 kind of trucks that were dodges and I've, I've been around them so i've never i guess when i first started we had one 10 ton single axle that i drove for a bit i agree with you if i could only have one i would well if i could only have one between the two i would probably have an f550 yeah because the other one is you have to have more specific stuff to load it and i remember all that from when we had it you're right it's got to be, and also the sides of it didn't pull down. And oh, you got to have the fold down sides. Yeah, so you couldn't put like skids in it. And... Yeah, got to have fold down. So sides. I, I think I'm five fifty. How about you, Mike? Yeah, I'll say five fifty there. <laughs> <laughs> my, we were doing a job with my partner, and one of his guys was on my site, and. We were leaving that site to go to a different site. So I said, Gary, just load up your truck with mulch and I'll meet you at the next site. And he goes, you mean a load of mulch in my pickup? And I'm thinking, why the fuck do you have a pickup truck? And my partner is one of those guys who has like three or four or five like regular pickup trucks. And we only have one for the entire company because everything else is a dump truck. I'm just like, all your pickup trucks seem pretty useless. Other than getting people around, they can't do much. All our trucks go to work, and they're capable of working every day. So, we have four pickup trucks. Yeah, I know. And you said, "Wait, well, you commented before on how much more you w- would like a little dump truck, or did you?" I have. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I think there's some validity to your commentary. Yeah, I suppose you could put a dump trailer. We have two. We have two. We have two. Yeah. Yeah. So in in my situation, you could say, "Oh, yeah, I'll I'll just put a load of mulch in the dump trailer behind the truck." I think one of the reasons we don't have, maybe don't have a lot of little dump trucks, is I have three bin trucks and seventeen bins. Yeah. So, but on the flip side, those oftentimes they're busy doing things that aren't helping our projects. Yeah. Because our projects would always be usually the last place for a bin to go and they would get bumped down the list quite a bit so uh i've been toying with the idea of getting rid of a couple of the pickup trucks and uh investigating a small dump truck i really want a cab over if i was getting yeah. one yeah. just because i think they're awesome i don't even know how practical it is but i just think it's fucking awesome so so Susie was the only one who makes them now you know doesn't make a Cab over. Oh, they don't make one anymore. No, but no. They, apparently, they couldn't hit emissions. So. Oh, okay. Now Suzu's the only one in the game. 
next question. Yeah. Charvel Luxury Outdoors. Is this week fucked already? <laughs> Chad? Yeah. It hasn't started off on a good foot. but. So did you intend on working all day today and then got shut down with rain? I would have worked all day today. Scott was a little uh, less than impressed because the weatherman predicted a little bit of rain and we got a little more than a little bit of rain. So instead of having a miserable employee all day, we got done the important stuff. And I said, you can come back tomorrow and do this when it's not a holiday. And uh, I came home and he unloaded his truck and went home and set them up for success tomorrow. So the week is by no means ruined yet. Uh, is this week fucked already? I feel I'm tomorrow. We're starting a job of our own. Two jobs. We're starting tomorrow. One is, uh, both jobs I feel somewhat unprepared for. And we're going to roll the dice and hope after the long the weekend things go well on Tuesday. I did fill out the schedule. I did write notes in the schedule. I feel deeply like if people read the schedule, they'll see the notes. Do they know where to park this week? Uh, I have not updated the parking situation. <laughs> did not update the parking situation by any means. Uh, I was at the yard on saturday and it was weird because it was the first time i think in almost forever that everything we own was actually back at the yard that's a good feeling i hate it yeah well i guess it means you're not making any money with it but (laughs) i just love seeing all my shit together like that to me is i feel like that was i agree with that part of it it was nice to see it all but I also looked around and was like, man, why do we have so much fucking shit? Like, there's so much shit at the yard. I'm like, why do we have so much fucking crap? Are we using all this stuff? Like, <laughs> why did we buy it? I, just, I was just like, we have so much. Like, and But then I look at stuff and we have, t- we have two seven-ton tag trailers. And someone actually messaged me and was like, hey, do you want to sell one of those seven-ton tags? Well, one of them I wouldn't sell because it's basically brand new and it's a great trailer. And the old one, every time I look at it, I think to myself, it, what's this trailer worth? 2500 bucks, three grand? And then what if I need this trailer? I'm going to go buy a new one for $12,000 when I had a perfectly good one here that I sold off for 3000 bucks. Why would I... Even with the big tag trailers, Christie's and Darian's, like the ten, the twenty ton tag, it doesn't move much. But when it does, we really needed it. Yeah, and so a new twenty ton tag is probably forty grand, forty five grand. Easily, and I have easily. Yeah. I have ten grand wrapped up in the one we have when I bought it before the pandemic. So whenever I look at this stuff, we have two dump trailers. One of them has a water tank in it, and we used it to power wash equipment in the yard nice. because so the hoses don't have to stretch all over the place. And do I really need that? I don't know. But if I sold it, what's it cost to get a new one? 
10 grand. Yeah. So I own that one. What if we only use it? What if we use it six times this year in an absolute emergency? Was it worth keeping it? I'm not if, a big keeper of things. Okay. I am. Well, I'm saying in a practical business sense. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm keeping it because I have some kind of religious connection to it. I'm saying that if I get, what if I wake up one day and I have to have two seven ton float trailers and I've sold one for $3,000 and now I'm like, fuck, I got to go find one, buy it. It's going to be like 12 fucking grand. Or if I buy another one for $3,000, this one, I've actually repaired everything on it. Brand new floor, brand new cross members, brand new tires. Like, am I going to buy someone else's $3,000 one? That's a total piece of fucking shit. Like it's, it's easier just to say, okay, I'm going to keep that and keep certifying it. And I don't know. I, I still like having new things. Like, I would absolutely love a Freedom sold deck. So I would get one of those seven tons, get rid of it, and get a Freedom tilt deck. I feel like that would do it for me. I'm yeah. constantly flipping out old shit. Maybe I got rid of the backhoe and stuff. But, yeah, I want to get it get it gone before the headaches begin. It's a trailer. How do you yeah. decide on that, Chad? What a chill deck? No, when you're gonna move on from a piece of equipment, change it when out. It's, when it starts to look ugly, yeah, like overly ugly, like rusty, and yeah, and like this or bunch of dings in it and stuff I'm like yeah we can get rid of that and get in something new or if it's starting to give headaches mm. um, I think we sold our bobcat knock on wood um, did you rent it out I rented it to yeah the one guy and it came back with the door off it so I'm like great they broke the fucking door and then <laughs> he calls me like oh we never run it with the door on the guys are coming to put it back on <clears throat> so yeah so it made us five hundred dollars that day, um, and then we got a hit on it from some guy in Manitoba. And um, there's no skid steers between here and Manitoba. I don't know what the reason is. Forty-seven grand for the thing, so finance should go through this week for the guy. And it, they're buying it through like Richie Bros, so I don't know what their finance rate is or whatever. But someone called me from Iron Planet, which is an affiliate of Richie Brothers or something like that. And uh, they're like, oh, he's going to, the finance has to go through us or something like that. And then um, we don't pay the tax because we collect the tax on your behalf or something. Like, no one has ever collected tax on my behalf in the fucking 12 years of my business. Like, if you're going to sell something, here. you have to collect yeah. taxes too. But there's like a whole form online and stuff like that. And I'm like, before this thing leaves the yard, I got to put this through the accountant to make sure that's fucking legit. Because as a reseller, apparently they have to do it or something like that. I'm like, this sounds fishy. But your business has to collect that HST. Yeah, that's what I thought. But you have anyway, to collect the HST. Yeah. yeah. So, and I asked another buddy, buddy, he goes, it sounds fishy to me. I'm like, well, I also sold a backhoe to Egypt. So, <laughs> did you get HST? But did you get, did they pay the HST? Yeah, they paid the HST on that. Well, then that doesn't matter. Then that's fine. Yeah. 
Yeah, the second it starts to get stinky, I'm going to pull the plug on the deal, but we'll ride this thing out and see how it goes. It seems like, it, well, I mean, Iron Planet is a big website. Yeah, that's it. That's obviously maybe there thing. maybe there's some legit reason that they collect because he's not buying it from you; he's buying it from them. Yeah, but they're yeah. buying it from you. They're buying it from me, so they should give you the HST. Yeah. Like and then a- they should collect the HST as well yeah. when they sell it. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it's going to go through the accountant, and he's going to look into it another reason we have accountants so but may, maybe they account. collect it and pass it on to you i don't know like I they're, say, they're saying up. they're saying you don't have to collect it because if richie brothers sells something at the auction they collect the hst from the person and then they pay the person you know why they're doing that because they're charging you're charged well what are you charging for it forty seven thousand. yeah they're probably charging fifty thousand. So they're no, like it. I know, because the I don't know. They just might be getting the financing deal. They might be getting the finance deal, is what I think. See attached tax document, Canada Revenue Agency. This account. This should be the CRA episode. Yeah, <laughs> episode CRA. Holy fuck! Oh, uh, it's because it's sold by an auctioneer, technically. Uh, and apparently, there's goods sold by auctioneers. An auctioneer who sells goods by auction or on behalf of a person who owns the goods, i.e. the owner, is considered to have sold the goods to the purchaser. Furthermore, the sale of the goods by the auctioneer is either taxable or zero rated, even if the owner would not have been required to charge tax to the owner sold the goods directly to the purchaser. The auctioneer, not the owner, is responsible for charging and accounting for the tax on the sale. Hmm. Of course, if the sale of the goods is zero rated, such as the sale of cattle, the auctioneer does not account for any tax. Well, I'm not selling cattle, so so they're they're just being the middle person without adding any markup to it. Then, yeah, but there's probably well, the auction, a markup the on the finance side of things, right? Well, exactly. But auctioneers always get paid by the buyer. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a premium, right? So they could be charging a buyer's premium. So they're mm. They're not only financing this thing for forty-seven thousand; they could be charging a five percent buyer's premium plus getting the. Yeah, like that's, that's, that's that. what happens at auctions, right? They yeah. charge a buyer's premium. This, the, the I think the seller pays a premium too at Richie, but I'm not one hundred percent. I've never sold anything there. Apparently, we've established that I never sell anything on this episode. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next question. How do you guys pay yourselves? Weekly paycheck, owner draws, or quarterly? I like this question. So I take a weekly salary. I have a weekly salary, and so does Kelly. I have bi-weekly, yeah. So you take a bi-weekly salary? Yeah. So we all take a paycheck. Same thing. No one's one's doing like an owner's draw or a... I'll do a bonus at the end of the year. Yeah. Depending on the year. Yeah, I don't. No one pays me, so I don't have bonus at the end of the year. I think if more people paid me, I'd probably maybe do a bonus structure. I'd not hundred percent there. So uh, the sticker for this question was 
Uh, whoops. Oh. How much was the landscape daddy bill for clearing his land? And Hillsview contracting uh, guessed 40000 But we established like an episode or two ago that it was 26000 Chad? 21000 21000 Oh, a little bit too much. The next response to that sticker was 21K oppression, 30K in freedom monies. <laughs> it, it would be the opposite, though, wouldn't it? I feel freedom like money would be cheaper. cheaper. Yeah. Uh, Hall, be cheaper. Hallscape responded to your question with a sticker of 42000 So, Tyler. See, none of these guys have the wrong price. No. They just don't have the right price, if you know what I mean. Right. I had an interesting so here's here's when you know someone's busy. Tyler from Hallscape and I do business. He, we bring gravel bins, we dug a pool for him. Um so one Friday he called me and said, Can I drop my dump trailer off in your yard? For whatever reason. And I said, Sure, whatever. I don't care. Come drop it off. So he came and dropped it off. I said, just leave it on the north part of the yard because that's our section. But his staff confused the north part and the south part and left the dump trailer on the south part of the yard, which I... The south part of the yard is all the owner of the yard's stuff and his friend's shit and people that come... You know what happens when you have a yard? People are just dropping stuff off. So that was a brief conversation between me and Tyler and I hadn't really thought about it much. And then like, I don't know, two weeks ago, the owner of the yard called me and said, who's dump trailers in the side of the yard there, the North South end of the yard. And I said, I don't know. And then I thought about it and said, Oh wait, that's my buddy's Tyler's dump trailer. I said, oh, okay, cool. I just, I don't care if it's there. It doesn't make any difference to me. I just want to know whose it is. I said, sure. That was two weeks ago. Now, Tyler just called me on Friday. He's like, hey, I think my dump trailer is still in there. I'm like, bro, <laughs> it's been like four weeks. Like, I fucking <laughs> dump in the fucking yard. So you're going to have to come get it. But that's when you know you're busy, when you lose track of your dump trailer. You're not 100% sure where it is. Uh, M&K Landworks guessed 27.9. So currently, they, uh, they're pretty, they're close. Beyond the lawn, 38,240. 20, 38, uh, so this perhaps is Chad's wife. Her response was, I guess $3,000 when he asked me. <laughs> he did. I was like, I was like, I was like, I don't know, $3,000. I'm like, what? Do you have any idea what kind of business we do? Like, what kind of money we make? Like, yeah. <laughs> wow, a lot of people respond. Uh, BJ Cook 13, $37,000. I Shun 40. So this is I S C H O O N 44. The first 43 people grabbed up all the I Shuns. So I had to go to I Shun 44. <laughs> uh, 35,000. Aaron Don Landscapes guessed 47,000. Josh Newhouse won. He was close to being the first Josh Newhouse, but just just got fucked. Same as me with the Paper King. Uh, 37,575. New Leaf, Ottawa. 24,765. That's pretty fucking close. That's pretty close. That's pretty Tyler, close. Tyler probably does more of that sort of work than 
any of the other, these other guys? Uh, potentially, yeah. Timberwood Landscaping, $487 per hour hour per machine. That would have been more than what it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Justin Hamlin, 870 Wow. You imagine $870? Being, no, $870. It's Justin Hamlin, 870 oh. you imagine being the 870th Justin Hamlin to sign up for Instagram? <laughs> like you, you, nothing about that makes you feel special as a person. Like, uh, he was twenty seven thousands freedom dollars. So, what's a freedom dollar worth compared to an impression Canadian oppression dollar? Was it like a buck forty, a buck thirty, buck thirty, buck thirty? Uh, long pole twenty one thirty eight thousand in freedom dollars. So that was a that one's high. Uh, <laughs> Jay Fitz seven thirty six thousand five hundred. Nathan Hartlow Hartlob 69,000. Wow, with a smiley face. So I think that was more a reference to the sixty-nine. Mm. <laughs> hey, and our friend from Mainstream Landscape started following us. Nice, a week ago, and that's the end of what of the stuff that was in here in our thing. So, did anyone call with any? There's no voicemails. What uh, topics do you have on the go, Mike? I got a question for you guys. Sure. What's the craziest thing you've seen happen while you're driving? And I asked this because I think it was last year that that triaxle got jammed underneath the uh, freeway bridge while yeah. I was driving. Uh, and then last week, a truck carrying a bunch of new vehicles, a bunch of new trucks that had tunnel covers on them. I was driving. It was in uh, the lane next to me. And one of the tunnel covers came off one of the trucks and slammed into the triaxle right beside me on the hood and then the windshield. And it did a, quite a bit of damage there. Wow. Yeah. Did you? So did you pull over and stop? I didn't because there's a cop right behind us. So he figured he had, yeah. You figured you couldn't help out with the situation? Yeah. I don't think I could have helped with anything. Uh, last two years ago, there was a triaxle engulfed in flames on the shoulder and uh as i was driving by i handed them my fire extinguisher for for whatever that that will help them with but it was it was a blaze it was wild wow uh one time in terms of being surreal i was driving down an 80 kilometer road and i was going east and there was a car coming out of the driveway on the north side of the road going south. But the road is just a road and there's just a driveway. There's no crossroad, nothing. Right? He's just coming out of a drive. The person is coming out of a driveway. And, you know, you're just expecting them to turn right and go west, you know, as they're coming out of the driveway. And I'm, except that person didn't ever turn and just drove into the crew cab <laughs> because they were looking at the radio and had taken their foot off the brake and weren't looking up and were just going straight across the road. And they caught the crew cab uh, just behind the um, where the dump box and the end of the, the second door is on the driver's side. And then we were towing, the truck was full of sod and we were towing a skid steer. So the truck jackknifed 
when the car hit it. And then the, the skid steer was pushing us down the road, but we were faced the wrong way driving. The hydraulic tank that the car clipped was spinning in the air with hydraulic fluid going everywhere out of it. And then we ended up in the ditch faced the wrong way with the float still going the other way. Uh, we'd had the truck for, I think, four days when this happened. Wow. And uh, the the toolbox, it was one of those trucks with like a short dump body, but a toolbox right behind the cab. It twisted and went through the back window and we were covered in this, the glass that shattered. It was all over us. Um, so we got out and everyone's freaking, obviously. The police showed up. There was no one to do traffic control. So I called one of our other trucks. This was back on those Mike CBs. The other truck came, hooked onto the float and towed it away. A tow truck came and towed the truck away. While all this was going on, the woman got charged. I didn't get obviously charged with anything. The, the environmental cleanup people came. So me and Jonathan that had been in the truck were covered in glass. We're still running traffic control. And then um, they did all their cleanup stuff and that got finished. And they came and towed our truck away. And then the cop said, I'll see you later. And he got in his car and left. And then me and Jonathan were left standing at this crossroads. <laughs> there was no one around. I was like, what the fuck just happened here? Thanks. <laughs> this woman drove into us, destroyed our truck, fucked up our whole day. The police never brought anyone for traffic control. So me and John ran all, we got the signs out of the truck and we're running traffic control in our vests. And then everyone drove away and left us at the corner. Covered in, <laughs> John, Jonathan was cut. I just had glass all over me. He was actually cut from the glass, bleeding. And wow. we just, we we're just standing at the corner. And I <laughs> called the old boss and said, hey, bro, like, can you come get us? And he's like, where are you? I'm like, where the truck got smashed. It's like, no one took you guys to the hospital or anything. I'm like, no one gives a fuck about us. Dirty, <laughs> they're like, dirty they're guys. landscapers. They got this. Dirty fucking landscapers. So that's yeah. probably getting abandoned after our own accident was sort of like, to me, that was the epitome of being a landscaper right there. I guess that was something weird that happened to us. <laughs> I've never trying to think of freaking all kinds of weird stuff happens to Christy. She'll send me them on her dash cam from her dash cam. But that's, that one's probably the weirdest thing that happened to me. I got nothing to compete with that. We've been pretty fortunate. Oh, I have another accident story. I don't know if we've ever told. I think I've already told that one. When I got in the big, huge pileup on the highway and the T-bars went through the tailgate and through the windshield of the Eagle Talon. You guys ever heard that story? Oh, yeah. I, I think so. Early in the podcast. That, yeah. that was a crazy story, too. That happened yeah. to us out on the road. I, I, I don't know. I haven't had that many, I guess... You see these videos of cars just no, and I, I think Mike, that you're burning triaxle definitely. There's definitely a winner there. I feel like that's a pretty good one. We were. Driving. I still think the triaxle getting lodged under the bridge was the most real thing I've seen. Oh yeah, for sure. That yeah. would have been crazy. Um, we were driving actually Friday, Friday, Thursday of last week, and uh, we're in the new tandem. First time out on the road. And we were pulling out of, we're in the bush, well, in 
there's all where all the farm fields are and everything like we're taking the back roads up to our job site and this semi just been filled with grain i'm assuming like he just pulled out of the um the field with a load of grain and he was probably going 80 90 clicks an hour and a couple of the drop the wheels on the drop axles just started violently like gyrating like they just came out of a washing machine or something like that like and everything was smoking and i'm just like holy shit and he was coming towards us but we were going by him so he's pulling over just as we were going by like that was pretty wild but i don't know the dynamics of those things like what i'm assuming they were spiff yeah but that used to happen to christy's axle it would just fall randomly and then yeah and then just start shaking everywhere yeah it hits the ground and it's not speed it fucking yeah It'll bounce all over the place. Yeah, it was crazy looking. <laughs> it's we made it out alive. You guys just zipped by and kept going. Just zipped by and kept going. Fuck someone that trucker. Problem. Fuck yeah. that fucking trucker. It's like someone else's problem. <laughs> <laughs> what am I gonna do anyway? I know nothing about spiff axles or how I could make this guy's day any better. I guess if you have a, have you guys seen the video where the, um, someone had a rock truck and they drove into a bridge with a rock they, truck with a, well, it's a rock truck on a drop float, oh. like a drop deck float. Yeah. And he, the rock truck is in the bridge. Like it's like half the, the bridge, bridge is gone. Yeah. Like the rock truck wasn't like an inch too tall. It was like three feet too tall. Ooh. And the bridge is destroyed and the rock truck's destroyed and the guy who's driving the rock truck standing there and someone's making a video of it all and he's like that bridge was too low that bridge is just too low like it never occurred to you that maybe the <laughs> rock truck was too tall like, <laughs> like, the bridge is just too low that bridge is too low man that bridge is just too low so at my yard whenever we're leaving we have the eight ton with the boom curled in and it's still pretty high. I don't think it's thir- what is thirteen six is your max thirteen. So it's definitely not thirteen six, but it may be like twelve six. But we have these um, power not power lines. What's lower than power lines? Like telecom lines or whatever. Yeah. Um, somebody has tied them up. Like they're definitely too low. But somewhere in the last 30 years, someone has climbed up there and tied them to the wires above them so that it makes sort of like a W and it leaves enough room (laughs) for these machines to go underneath it. I don't know who did it. And I don't know if they should maybe look into getting these things raised a bit. But I definitely remember. Your eight ten won't lie super flat either because it's got the rotor. Yeah. yeah, so you gotta yeah. push down on the six by six or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, we got a little piece of dunnage there to Yeah, I think for the in. fourteen tons, Darian has to use two six inch blocks yeah. to keep them off the ground. And then they're only like just a little bit, yeah. Oh yeah, they're like missing the ground by like an inch. And every time I'm always like, Man, those blocks ever let loose and that Fucking thing, fuck that that, thing up, yeah. I think I'll be so fucked, like just yeah. absolutely fucked up. But yeah. Those things are just a menace, man. Yeah. Menace to society, basically. That's what those things are. 
<laughs> All right, so there's uh, about eight minutes left to get two episodes here. Somewhere oh, is there? Up. Yeah, it's 5.09. So let's go with uh, what's your favorite part of Thanksgiving dinner, Mike? I think we talked about this before. Uh, stuffing for me, personally. Stuffing. Yeah. It's like the it. stuffing, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so I'm uh, like our house is like very like uh, two people have celiac, so there ain't a lot of stuffing. I'm gonna go with mashed potatoes and gravy. I like yeah. to eat. The, I like food you don't have to chew, man. <laughs> you know, if all you ate was mashed potatoes and gravy, you know how much energy you could save with all that chewing. Chewing is overrated, man. Absolutely chewing. overrated. Mm, I like a good chew. You like a good chew. I like a good chew. White meat or dark meat? Oh, dark meat. Yeah, 100%. White meat. Ah, no, it's dark meat. You don't even need the gravy. It let it slide right down. People so, who like white meat like uh, well-done steak. <laughs> Probably, yes. I don't yeah. I don't I don't disagree with that. I like a well-done steak. I like a white meat. We're doing something new this year. What's that? Well, we're doing thanks ribbing. Thanks Ooh. ribbing. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to eat as soon as this podcast is done. You're going to go eat the ribs? I'm going to go eat the ribs. How long or, are the ribs on the smoker for? They've been on since 10 o'clock this morning. So did, you get about, the, did you get them up to temperature? Yep. And They're ready to go? They're ready to go. They're ready to be consumed. Let's, let's let Chad have his Thanksgiving rib. Rib, rib. All right, rib I think we can be good with five minutes rib short. Rib. Yeah. Five minutes short. All right. This is the end of the <laughs> podcast. Bye. Thanks, guys.